death by blender to the face, you mean? <laughs> yeah. It's a really, like, powerful and uplifting movie. Like, sort of, but it was all driving towards the inevitable heat death of our sun, which had destroyed the planet and all life as we know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey. Okay. <clears throat> it's been so long. It has. I mean, we just posted an episode yesterday. This is like four weeks down the line from posting episodes, though. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you could cut that part out, I guess. Mm, I like to keep it real. <laughs> keep it real. Okay. Welcome to Amateur Movie Critics Podcast. Um, I am your negative asset organizer, Peter, and this is my co-host, who is always lost in a daydream, Red. That's actually pretty true. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, that's fairly true. I was kind of lost in a daydream while I was trying to think of what to say to be funny for that. And I just sort of lost lost my tempo there. The but and of improv. <laughs> but, no, it's... The yes wait, and of improv, sorry. Yes, Yeah, you just fucked up the first rule of improv, trying to improv that. Yes, and it was funny. You're the worst. Okay, <laughs> the movie we're, we're talking about today is The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. came out in 2013, directed by Ben Stiller, uh, starring Ben Stiller. Boo. I, I did not know he directed this. I saw it at the very end credits, and I was like, okay, I guess I get it now. Uh, starring Ben Stiller. Kristen Wiig, John Daly, Catherine Hahn, Adam Scott, um, a bunch of people who don't really matter. Uh, all the way down that dumb list is... Fuck. Um, fuck. You know who's in this movie and not credited? The nerd? Or the dude who worked under directly underneath Ben Stiller? No, no, he got credited. Um... The photographer? No, Patton Oswald. <laughs> Patton Who? Oswald. Patton Oswald. The Who that the comedian. Do you mean the guy who was? You mean E Harmony Todd? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. Sean Penn. Oh yeah, Sean Penn. Sean Penn was credited, right? Yeah, he was credited. Okay, good. Um, also, the first note I have here is: Is Todd real? Question mark. Oh yeah, I I thought that the whole movie is Todd. Me real? too. Me too. Okay, see, so I'm not, I'm not like just reading too deeply into this movie that was kind of stupid and okay. a little one-dimensional. Okay. Well, the story <laughs> goes: <laughs> when the manager of a negative asset sector of Life magazine, Walter Mitty, has been working for 16 years for the magazine and has a tedious life, not going anywhere but from his home to his job and vice versa, he escapes by daydreaming into a world of fantasy. Um, but on the last issue of Times Magazine, he loses negative 25, the cover for the last issue, and must embark on an adventure to get that photograph. So. You're really quiet. That's, that's how that movie goes. Red. Sorry, I was daydreaming about Oprah and the Black Illuminati. Oh, my God. I thought you disconnected. I I apologize. Um, no, that was the joke. 
You are the worst. So you're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, so uh, what mean, did you think going into this movie? Well, I didn't know Kristen Wiig was in it. Yeah, so that she's was pretty good. She, she's a highlight. She is a highlight. Kristen Wiig is very Kristen Wiigian. I mean, I really paid attention to her in two movies before, and that was Bridesmaids, which I'm surprised we haven't done yet. Um, and, uh, you know, the Skeleton Twins, which was very depressing now that I think about it. I really, mm. I really like Kristen Wiig in most of her stuff. Yeah, okay, so there was like a lot of licensing things that could only come from a big production company, like that Benjamin Button thing. Yeah, I know, right? So funny. Like, <laughs> I have that Benjamin Button disease, but I didn't really watch the movie, so I don't know how that goes. So maybe I'm getting it, turning into a tiny old man baby. I don't know. I'll always love you, baby. I mean, not baby because you look like a, a, a tiny, tiny baby old man. man. <laughs> uh, that was pretty good, actually. Um, okay, so I want to draw a, a, a parallel between this and The Matrix. Okay. Did you catch it? No. What are you talking about? It was sort of an Easter egg. Okay. So he's having all these things, blah, 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 like destroying concrete and stuff, right? And having yeah. those epic fights with the biggest douche in the world who was played by... Adam Scott. Yes, Adam Scott. Thank you. Um, who never plays douchey roles. I think this is the only douchey no, role. No, that's a lie. Have you seen Step Brothers? No, I haven't. <laughs> Watch Step Brothers. He's the douchey brother. <laughs> He literally says Audi 500 when he means he's leaving. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> now that I've done contradicting you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so he came up to the, was it Greenland? He went to Greenland first. Yeah. He came up to the Greenland airport and he's like, hi, do you have any cars for rent? And the little racially appropriate Inuit man in the box said, Oh, I got the we have, red one. We car. have the red one and the blue one. Which one do you want? He's like, I want the red one. <laughs> Matrix. Yep. Matrix reference. Okay. Also, eHarmony does not have a refund policy. So this was not sponsored by eHarmony. Thank you. So that's probably why, like, Pat Oswald was all like, uh. Okay. <laughs> like, he definitely did not do that refund. Uh, yeah, definitely not. Was it the $500 annual? Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of money for a single mother to be putting down on joining eHarmony, I have to say. That's probably why she quit. But they don't have a refund policy, so I don't see why she wouldn't just, like, leave the account up. Maybe she was just doing a trial. He did say she never did anything on the site. I don't know. I don't know. Because she just got divorced. I mean, would you let your ex-husband in the house and let him call you baby? Hey, baby, someone's at the door for you. Like a work thing? That's weird. What? She answers, not, don't call me baby. <laughs> it should have been like, you're still here? <laughs> no, mine would have been something more like, what the fuck do you want? Get out of my house. Uh, I mean, did the husband also seem kind of like a little bitch? Yeah, he was also... Wait, are you calling Walter Mitty a little bitch? 
No, no, no. The husband, Kristen Wiig's, Kristen Wiig's ex-husband. Yeah. No, he seemed okay, like no. Yeah, he seemed like an asshole. Did they on purpose keep it vague? What do you mean? Oh, he's my um. Well, um, hmm. my something. No, because she. I assume she just got divorced, so she's like. Well, I'm not. Mm. She never even said I got divorced. She said, "Well, I mean, we're not really anymore." Um, I guess I'm. He's my. This is this is was name Todd or some bullshit. Yeah. Oh, that's him. My um uh my well my Todd. Bitch. <laughs> Slut. Keeping it vague. <laughs> it sounds like a situation ship, if you ask me. A situation ship. You're ridiculous. I'm referring to the read. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, yeah, that was a good episode of the read. Situation ships and chill. The most recent, as of recording this, they release an episode every week. Just like we should be. I mean, we do. <clears throat> like I'm like choking on something. Give me a second. Okay, good. So I can cut that part out. I have to laugh at my own joke. Okay, so did you like this movie? I kind of I can't tell or not. My final note was I hated this movie because it made me want to fuck Ben Stiller. Okay, so I don't know if that's liking the movie or not. That's you wanting to fuck Ben Stiller, which, by the way, he goes total silver fox at the end. I can see why. I know. But he's also really cool than living his best life. No, no, no. He lived his worst life up until the last, what I assume. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant at the end. Like, throughout the the thing, they give you the journey of him, like, having some skills that he puts to very specific use to have amazing adventures, then does stupid shit like jumping out of a helicopter into the ocean. Um not into the little boat that was directly on the other side. Yeah. And, I mean, getting into a, a, a helicopter with a drunk pilot? Yeah. That doesn't seem like a way to continue on with your journey. It seems like a way to end your journey. Especially when, like... Ugh, okay. Especially when, like, that, that fucking pilot just tried to stab him in the neck. Yeah, that too. Also. The way he broke up that fight was recognizing this guy's ring. How did that stop this guy from stabbing him in the neck? Wait, I recognize something about you while you're trying to stab me in the neck. Also, also like how that was a thumb ring. You know what I liked? It reminded me of that sort of like thorny crown that goes around that like traditional tattoo that's like a heart bottle. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. And I thought, oh, but it's a thumb. So the yes and part of my improv just sort of died right there. <laughs> okay, so, man, uh, the music the music in this movie is really great. I mean, it didn't leave a lasting impression on me, because I can't think of it when you're talking about it. What? Um, it had like Arcade Fire and David Bowie and of Monsters and Men. Oh yeah, and Ground Control and Major Tom and yeah. Yeah, David okay, never mind. David Bowie. Um No, I I like I like the music in this movie. I actually do like the explanation of Ground Control to Major Tom. Also it maybe has the Pina Colada song. I don't it to- know. It definitely does. 
I mean, he just sort of sang it like half-heartedly over the phone. It's also in yeah. the credits because I watched the credits. You know, if you like pina coladas and then caught in the rain, da 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 da. It's also on the soundtrack twice, so. <clears throat> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Is one of it him half-heartedly singing it over the phone to Todd from eHarmony, who may or may not be real? He was definitely real. He showed up with Cinnabon. That's definitely real. There's no way he gets out of uh, fucking LAX jail without having a real person get him out of jail. No, yeah, that's the only thing that convinced me he was real at the end, because he actually had some sort of, like, relevance to the plot and moving everything forward after he had realized his life journey or whatever. Because Todd was this guy who was, like, making him realize he was awesome a little bit along the way. But then after he realized himself that he was awesome, also, fuck this shit, I'm now doing this because, well... Because, I don't know, just for myself. Which is why I just backpacked the Himalayas to go find this dude with a camera and play soccer with him. Yeah. Yeah. So, he already realized he was awesome. So, Todd didn't need to tell him he was awesome anymore. He just needed to bail him out of airport jail. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I thought Todd was fake the whole time. Because he was just making him realize he's awesome. Like, man, your life sucks. You're kind of boring. Like, you didn't, you've never done anything. <laughs> hey, I put down that you went to Phoenix once, and you definitely haven't gotten any bites off of that. <laughs> I like how, like, he was all like, well, if I had had to describe you, it'd be like a gray piece of paper. <laughs> so bland, sort of blends in with the background? I don't... Yeah, it was so funny. He's just, like, not a person. I mean, I guess that makes sense. I thought I thought more like Todd was thinking about the screen he was staring at when he was looking at his profile, which had a picture of him on it. If he had to describe him, he could describe him pretty accurately. That's true. So, okay, let's talk about Adam Scott, a.k.a. a walking HR nightmare. I mean, not really, because everyone he's talking to is getting fired, and he knows it. I mean, it's like interacting with people like that who are just on the street. They have no actual recourse with the company you're working for. Because they're fired. That's true. He's still a huge dick. No, yeah, definitely. Hang that on a plaque at your next job. (laughs) Uh, What an asshole. I hate him. So... (laughs) Oh, man. There's so much to talk about this movie. Uh, What was your favorite fantasy that he had? The fantasies I really didn't like. You didn't like any no, of them? No, no, no. Okay, I did like the that Benjamin Button thing. It was hilarious. Okay. I kind of like the fight. Because they're like skiing on concrete. But... See, that's the Matrix part I was also talking about. But the fact that they had Stretch Armstrong involved in it, I didn't like that. Why? That's the whole point. Don't do that to Stretch. Also, he didn't try and take the toy from him. Really. I like how Stretch Armstrong like looked left and right, and it was all like, "Oh, this is what we're gonna do." <laughs> oh God! I also like that he traded probably a twenty dollars store from like a used toy, a twenty dollar toy from a used toy store for like a kind of bitchin' ass skateboard, which probably costs a lot of euros or whatever they use in Iceland. There's no way that skateboard was good enough to drive down that highway. 
No way. No, no, but he was like an experienced skateboarder. That's true. Oh my god. That picture with him in the mohawk. Oh my god. Uh, my your dad let you have a mohawk? He shaved my head. Pretty cool dad. I mean, of- yeah, but they had no life savings, so apparently he was also a very irresponsible dad. And like after like watching that uh like watching the movie again, the small things I noticed, like the picture of him and his dad, I didn't notice that before. <laughs> um I didn't notice that in the uh when he was going to the airport to go to Greenland, it was saying the life motto in the background of all the scenes. Yeah, no, I noticed all of that. I did not notice that the first time I saw it. I was kinda hating it. Also, did you notice that the credits were like written as street signs on the street in the overhead views? Yeah. Yeah, they were doing that again. Man, you just hate everything. No, I don't. Okay, I mean, this I kind of like this movie, but it's it a was really all... like powerful and uplifting movie. Like, sort of, but it was all driving towards the inevitable heat death of our sun, which will destroy the planet and all life as we know it. So... Yeah, yeah. The only thing I'm ever really happy about is knowing that everybody's going to die eventually. Or, we are all born, dot dot dot, and then a picture of a gravestone. <laughs> because he has the work a working relationship with one of the best photo- photographers in the world. So, like, he could just open up a gallery, put Sean Penn's... But that would require him taking chances, though. Which he will, now. Oh, yeah, because he's unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got the girl in the end, so... Which, I'll get back to that unemployed thing, by the way. Um, oh my god. No, you might as well just get into it now. What's wrong with being unemployed? Hmm? There's nothing wrong with being unemployed, but he's been employed for 16 years with the same company, right? Yeah. And before that, he worked at Papa John's only, which is interesting. It's an interesting leap to make, going from Papa no, John's he, to... he worked at one other place, too, because it said Papa John's and... Something... And then it went. Oh, I think it was McDonald's because he was like, "That's a theme song to McDonald's." Oh yeah, no, because I worked there. Life, I'm loving it. (laughs) What's the what's the motto of Life Magazine? I'm loving it. That's that's the motto of McDonald's. Uh, This also had a very sadly true ring to it about like paper like paper news and magazines being dissolved into internet stuff. Yeah. But now that net neutrality isn't a thing, I guess paper will come back. I like how the new the the cover without the photo, it was just a black cover that says this is the end of life as we know it. <laughs> it's the end of the world as we know it. Uh so good. That's like that's totally a millennial's view on like newspapers. <laughs> I mean, what was the guy who was the eight? Who was the like fire everyone dude? I keep forgetting his name. Adam Scott. Yeah, Adam Scott, who I've always considered highly attractive in a cute. Oh, he looks so good under my dick, sort of way. But I don't. You know. I don't know what that means, but I can infer. Wait a second. I hate his beard. No, yeah, it's fake. Oh, it's the That's worst. That's why it fake was gross. Beard. Yeah, but he douchily enough had a friend who actually had a beard. So then it made me realize, oh, he grew that beard to be cool with his other friends who have beards. Yeah, and it just made his face look squarer and 
shorter. But his hair game was on point. It was. It was very good, actually. If you have a long face, you can grow. You can have buzzed sides and, you know, like long top as well as beard. Yeah. But if you have a short, round, like heart-shaped face like Adam Scott, you can't do that. Your head just looks like a jar. Oh, this is And not like the movie Jarhead. <laughs> because that was Jake Gyllenhaal. That's all. <laughs> that is all. Um, man, what Jake else? Gyllenhaal has a long face. Not a I don't face. like Jake Gyllenhaal, like at all. I mean, I like him because he was in on the joke of no one knows how tall he is, and nah, I'm not going to tell anyone. Not really. Did you listen to that podcast? Um, the Mystery Show? I love The Mystery oh, Show. So good. The best eight-episode podcast. Ever. Also, the Britney one made me legitimately cry. The same for the belt buckle one. Ugh. Mm. People's real feelings. You need to listen to Heavyweight, because Heavyweight is the new mystery show. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> I've been binge listening to Seeing Reddit. Really funny. I don't like it. Well, that's where I heard that phrase, the yes and part of improv, <laughs> just yesterday. Oh. They actually get really funny, like towards episode 20. I'd say started episode 20, interestingly enough. Like, cause then they literally, their motto changes from we're a comedy podcast to all the people who listen to this podcast can and should go fuck themselves. <laughs> so they stopped giving a shit about it a long time. And that's when they got funny. Is that like how our motto is like, you came here to listen to us talk about movies. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> basically, yes, actually. You thought we we're going to talk about movies. Actually, let's not talk about movies. How was your uh, cruise? The cruise was awesome because there was so much food. I found 10 pounds on the cruise and brought it home with me. No, you did it. Really? 10 pounds? 10 whole pounds. And then, because I was so used to having as much food as I liked around me at all times and sitting down, I've since found another 5 pounds in my car seat. Oh no, I'm so sorry. I'm going to keep this in because hopefully in the next four weeks, well, no. Because the person who body shames me doesn't listen to this podcast. You know who you are. Uh, yeah, Daffy. Pick- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to all our listeners, she does not body shame me. Yeah, dumb bitch. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I think soon. she actually listens to the show, though. I, I know she does. I'll get an angry, no. uh, I'll get an angry no. text later today. Uh, or four weeks from now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, the person who body shames me. Look out, just text her. Uh, okay. Oh God. <laughs> We're gonna be here right now. Let's see. Um, hmm. beep, beep, beep. I can hear myself now in your computer. What? I'm hearing feedback of myself. Um, that should be better. Okay. I hope. <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway, um, so I picked up a guy in my car yesterday, um, and he was like, I called you a dumb bitch. On the podcast. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> She's gonna be like, what? <laughs> 
What's that ringing? Stop that. Stop all the bells. But it's Christmas cat. You don't know what Christmas cat is, do you? <laughs> Reply, I agree with everything. <laughs> it's Christmas cat. He's so Christmassy because he has a Christmas bell. No, what are you talking about? And candy canes. Oh, look at your Skype. It's Christmas cat. He's got a he's got a Christmas bell. Oh yeah. And and candy canes. Yeah, that's up on, cute. Up on this shit. Okay. I made him the day before yesterday. Oh, you made it. It's cute. Yeah, I made him out of a pair of socks that I found. You made that out of socks? Yeah. I can't even imagine. I mean, it was pretty easy, actually. Half the work was already done. Christmas cat! Christmas cat! That's okay, super now cute. I'm, now I'm done. Also, that is definitely not going to be in the podcast. <clears throat> anyway, the person who body shames me, not Daffy, doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah, that dumb bitch. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, I picked up a guy in my car yesterday after being uh, somewhere, and he said... How is your day going? And I said, pretty good. I mean, I just bought a I just bought a pair of pants that are two sizes bigger than the ones I was just wearing, but other than that, it's going pretty good. <laughs> this wow. is a true story from my life. I'm so sorry. I mean, what I had to give up for what I got out of it, worth it. Because <sighs> that cruise was pretty much everything to me. Getting up in the middle of the night and going down to the cafeteria that's literally directly below your floor or directly no. above your floor. That makes it and easier. And getting warm oatmeal cookies in the middle of the night. Was, was it just like milk. was it just like free food 24-7? Like, yes. <sighs> also free drinks 24-7. Oh, you got on the alcohol package. Yeah, there was a bar every time. Well, they threw it, they threw it in. Oh, fuck. Because of the time of the year. Oh no, I would not be able to do that. I'd just be drunk, nonstop. I got actually sick, though. So, like, probably like the... I slept for a whole day, um, but we were just in a shitty place where everything was too expensive, even though it was Mexico. <laughs> like, I ended up... I paid a whole dollar for a pack of Rolaids. Think about that. That's not... That's not bad. It's just... In Mexico? A dollar? I, I, How many pesos is that? That's like 17 pesos. I think you're being a little racist. <laughs> no, it's supposed to be cheap. We ended up paying $150 for lunch in Mexico. Wait, why didn't you just eat on the ship? Because it was like the last day and we wanted to have frozen margaritas and a beautiful authentic Mexican. So that's the reason why you paid $150. You're like, I'm going to want lunch. Like six appetizers, round of margaritas no, it, multiple it wasn't, times. It wasn't that. It wasn't exactly that. It was that everything was priced in pesos, which, similar to being priced in yen, you sort of just lose your idea of what exactly things cost. And you're like, oh, those big numbers, it's still small. That would dollars. never happen to me because I'm super cheap. So I'd be like, oh, <clears throat> how many pesos is a dollar? 700 bleep. It's 17 to 1, I guess. Or 14, I think. I don't know, but everything was like basically priced in American dollars because we were in the tourist trap area. Yeah, yeah. No, you need to venture out where everything's cheaper, but you could also get stabbed. 
Yeah, no. We see. We asked the the waiter at lunch. We're like, but where do you eat? Because you can't afford this food. Quite obviously, we didn't say That's that to him. <laughs> we didn't say that to him. But we're like, where do you eat though? Like, where's where's the best place that you like to get a burrito or something? And he didn't know how to answer because I think he was afraid that he was going to be directing us away from the restaurant for future customers. Oh, yeah. Like, they're very secretive about where the actual cheap stuff is. Hey, I bought a new board game. Hey, no one will play Lucid with me. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, there is a game shop, and I've just been reluctant to take it down there and be like, hey, I've got this Kickstarter thing. Obviously, you don't have an in since there's a game shop trying to shut you down. Oh, Want to play with me? Uh, yeah, my local game shop closed down. I don't want to talk about it. It makes me really sad. But I got a new board game called Drop Mix. Fun. Yeah, you mix music in real time and then you play against people. Is it a board game that uses phones? Yeah, it uses a phone with RFID chipped cards that are different parts of different uh, instruments of songs. And then cool. when you play one of the cards down, it will play like that instrument of that song. And you play another card down, it will be like the vocals of this song. And then it will live at the same time mix all the music. See, this is why technology is makes things like board games better. It depends. Instead of just taking it over. And Okay. <clears throat> um, I guess we're getting into video games and board games segment of the show. <laughs> Um, I've been watching the Game Grumps play Breath of the Wild. I, I really wanna. Play. I know you don't like the Game Grumps. I hate them. I, but they had like the actual. We're not gonna comment on this quite so much thing as much as just really play into all of the extras stuff, not yeah. the quest. Yeah. Like they were just exploring the open world. It looks so good. I really want to play it, but I need a Nintendo Switch and Breath of the Wild. And I price that out at a GameStop that actually has Nintendo Switches in stock. And it's going to set me back a cool $360. So, yeah. Yeah, well, my board game was $100, so. Well, yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. It's like, the money is there, but I also have to pay bills is the problem. So it's not. Uh, just sell some extra stuff, and then you go, boy. I just sold my Road to the White House campaign pop figures of Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, and Bernie Sanders. Oh, wow. For 50 bucks. For all three? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't. It, I put them together as a set just because I didn't have the energy. <laughs> but it's still 50 bucks that I paid 15 for them. That's so funny. I back-ordered them, so they were, like, in production at that moment. I thought, this is an investment in future money. And I was right. It matured over a year from $15 to $50. Hooray! 15 for all three? Yeah, it was oh. a box set. Oh, wow. They weren't made. See, they hadn't even been made yet. They were just selling a number of them through, like, a toy company. So I got gotcha. not have them yet. This was while they were being pre-ordered, so I pre-ordered them. And then they just showed up one day, and I was like, yay. Oh, hey, look at this. Hooray! <laughs> so, okay, I got some reviews of this movie from people. <laughs> oh, do you mean Peter's Review Corner? I think so. 
Batman sound. Um, wah, 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 wah. I don't, I don't know how the Batman sound goes. I'm... That was actually pretty much it. Oh wow. Okay, I got one negative review, one positive review. Nerd. What? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know that you know what the Batman song is, but you know it anyway. <laughs> Okay. How about like coworkers got into an argument over the new Star Wars movie, whether they liked it or not, and it, like they got so heated. I was like, "Hey, you nerds, calm down. It's just a movie." And then they both looked at me and was all like, "It's not just a movie." <laughs> no, it's an interactively fully fleshed out universe, just like Harry Potter before Harry Potter. Uh, I hate it. I hate it so much. I'm seeing the movie tomorrow. I don't like Star Wars either. Hey. I really don't like Star Wars. I'm still We've seeing the movie tomorrow. This. I refuse all the movies, even though I like Adam Dreyfus. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this podcast just doesn't feel it that much for Adam Dreyfus. Not at all. So. <laughs> okay. Okay, reviews. Review corner. Review na, na, corner. Na, 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 na. What do you want to hear first, positive or negative, as I'm trying to track this package? Wow. Um, let's just go with uh, negative, because that's how I'm feeling about this movie so far. Um, okay, so, negative. Don't waste your time with this film. <laughs> if you looked... <coughs> oh god, the typos. Okay. <clears throat> if you looked The Secret Life of Walter Mitty in a dictionary, the words boring and waste will appear. Also, sarcasm is a gift, but honestly, the film is very disappointing. One star by Unfriended is bad. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was bad. <clears throat> no, the movie's not bad. You just said you liked the movie. No, Unfriended. That's There's a movie called Unfriended, which is a movie <laughs> that's done all over Skype. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see media. that movie. The funny yeah, thing about bad. that movie is that guy's like... <laughs> Loki in the background going, I'm making smoothies. And then like 10 minutes Death later. Death by blender to the face, you mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But he's just making a smoothie on Skype. Like, what? Or if you're making a smoothie on Skype, well then already I don't believe this movie. Because uh, so one, you're a dick. And two, you wouldn't be able to hear any of the audio. You just blend up this good old smoothie. Which probably has pizza in it by the looks of how fat my character is. Okay. Yes, I'm body shaming that actor. <laughs> um, I agree with that because I kept looking up and the Santa Claus 2 was on, which was a movie I'd already seen. Oh. My and it was more entertaining. And I had to keep like rewinding it to see what I had just missed because I was watching bits of the Santa Claus 2. Uh, the Santa Claus. That's a Christmas movie. It's not my favorite Christmas movie. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, um, God, there's so many. I mean, the Polar Express was very impressive visually, but I didn't quite uh, like the story. Um, the spirit of Christmas is, I think, Jesus. Maybe I don't know. It could actually be Santa. Uh, black girls apparently don't know how to read. Um, that was the message of the story, I guess. And this nerdy kid is still a nerd. Ugh. Um, I think 
it's either it's a tie between Die Hard and Jingle All the Way. Oh my god, Jingle All the Way! My sister needs to be on for that episode, by the way, because it's her favorite movie of all time. We're not doing that movie. We may. Okay. If she ever decides to appear on a podcast, so we're probably never going to. I definitely want your sister on this podcast to talk about the movie. Any movie. See, she's really funny, and she also kind of, like, hates everything. So this is perfect for this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't hate everything. Well, no, but, I mean, she doesn't either. She's genuinely nice, but when it comes to critiquing movies, she's ruthless. Okay. Okay. Watched Walter Mitty today. Enjoyed it massively. Definitely a feel-good film and incredible imagery and stunning landscapes. Quite possibly my favorite film to date. 10 out of 10 stars by Drunk Sereth. Was he drunk? Maybe. I don't. Have you ever done that thing where you get high and watch a movie? No, because I don't get high. Well, no, I mean just like ever. No. Like someone was like, hey, this is a good idea. No, never. And then they shotgunned you in the face. No. And you're like, what the fuck? That has never happened to me. I did get super drunk at a like a college drinking party uh, that they happened to put 300 on repeat. <laughs> The DVD of 300 on repeat, uh-huh. and I kept on waking up to the same scene over and over and over again throughout the night. It happened like five times, and by the morning, I was so freaked out, I cannot even think about watching that movie again. Was it a war scene, or was it the weird, like, sort of sexy prophecy scene? No, it was like a war scene, but they're all half-naked, so it might as well be a sexy prophecy scene, too. Like... <laughs> Also, the guy from Borat with the nipple rings. No, it was, um, oh my god. I think it was the scene where he's eating the apple on top of all the corpses. What? (laughs) Oh god. I didn't actually watch 300, by the way. I only watched, um, was it that movie, Meet the Spartans? Oh. I only watched the spoof of that movie. It's a good movie. But there's definitely a scene where they're, like, walking over a pile of bodies, killing off the people who are still alive in the pile of bodies. And then Leonidas is, like, eating an apple, going, huh, what a good day to die. Um, I mean, that's your opinion, but I don't think you're dying today, just given your upper hand. Spoiler alert. Given that you have the higher ground. Spoiler alert, they all die. Yeah, I know. That's how... Movie in a comical way, and uh, Britney Spears gets pushed down the hole. Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of um, Meet the Spartans. Also, Donald Trump got pushed down that hole or something. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. I used to like Donald Trump because he, I never knew that he was political. He I was just, he was he never was like, political until he realized he could make money off being political. You just was like, that dude who everyone was like, wow, he made so much money. We're not going to pay that much attention to his actual finances or that he's a terrible person or apparently thinks that anyone who's not white is, quote, hard to look at, though. <laughs> no, seriously, he said this to a judge. It's like, you have to admit they're hard to look at, though. Mm. Uh, how many photos of ghost cats do you give this movie? <laughs> ghost cats 
I mean, Lionel was my favorite ghost cat, so. <laughs> or Lion-O. Oh my god. Or was it his girlfriend, like, Cytheria or something? No, Chitara. Cytheria is the name of the first porn star to shoot on camera. Like, squirt. She's a trailblazer. Wow. <laughs> I give this a good solid. That's the single person you just told me about ruined my whole entire life. <laughs> what? <laughs> just saying. Ooh, squirt videos. That's a deep hole you just dive down. You never get out again. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't. I mean, that's like all the videos I watch. But okay. <laughs> okay. No, that's not true. Uh, let's not get into that, but Cake Farts was my favorite thing of this year, and last year, and the year before that. Hmm. It's just funny to me. Um, I think my favorite meme of this year is not in front of my salad. Oh, wait, yeah, that's like way better. <laughs> right, oh, right in front, in front of, my, of my, salad. my salad? Oh, so good. Yeah, there was a sequel to that, right? I know. <laughs> like, right in front of my salad, too. <laughs> It was so funny. She like comes barging into the room holding salad that time. She wasn't just happened to be eating salad. She brought the salad to... It's like she was eating it in the bowl and walking around the room. I saw a clip. And then she like walked into the room. She's like, again? (laughs) Right in front of my salad? Right in front of my salad? Uh... Oh, God. Yeah, but I really should say that more often. It's just hilarious. I should have some sort of occasion to say that this Christmas. Uh, but like to someone who doesn't know and they'll be like, why is the salad so important? And I'll be like, oh, it's important. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, I give this like, I would have given this four ghost cat pictures, uh, but I only give it three and a half because it made me want to fuck Ben Stiller at the end. And I don't <sighs> appreciate that. I don't appreciate it. I don't want to fuck Night at the Museum guy. Why not? Amy Adams apparently did, but she was a statue, so that makes Why sense. Why don't you want to fuck Ben Stiller? <sighs> Here on Amateur Movie Critics Podcast, we really dive deep into the questions affecting America. What's wrong with fucking Ben Stiller? A lot of things, to be quite honest. His career has been questionable. Um, this morning, I said I hated this movie because it made me want to fuck Ben Stiller and I got a resounding ew. Why? <laughs> and uh then Eric said to me, but like that's a 51st States guy. And I was like, no, that's a different weird looking Jew. That's a different weird looking here, let me see what Daffy thinks. Would <laughs> you fuck Ben Stiller? The a no with a million O's and a meme of someone dying. Um, but no, yeah. So that was Adam Sandler that he was talking about. And then I made $50 off of that bet. I said, do you want to bet that that's not the guy from 51st States? Yeah. Uh, and he was so like, funny. yeah, how much do you want to bet? And I said, $50. Because I was only half sure that I was right. But I had just watched a movie where I saw the credits roll and said Ben Stiller. But it was late, so I wasn't sure. That's but so then, funny. oh, Ben Stiller came up, and I was like, you owe me $50. Ha. Wow. Okay. 
Um, he did not honor our bet, and I wouldn't have either because I don't have fifty dollars if I'd lost. Okay. Um, <clears throat> how many? How? Fuck. I mean, Ghost Cats was such a good thing to reference. How many Stretch <laughs> Armstrongs would you give this movie? I'm gonna give it. This is. I don't do this very often. Four and a half Stretch Armstrongs. Getting that last Stretch Armstrong in half is going to be a challenge because no matter how hard you pull, he just stretches back. Daffy didn't reply to me. Mm. <laughs> She's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, she is 20 years old, so... Oh, no, 21 now. Um, so she might not have the same frame of reference for Ben Stiller as we do. That's true. So, hey. Hey. What's, what's giving you life? Hey! I'm pretty sure that that's not the segment we're on right now. That is definitely the segment we're on right now. I'm 100% like at a loss for where anything in my whole damn room is. So, sure. Uh, oh no, we forgot the shining light. Um, there wasn't much of a shining light of this movie for me. The Benjamin Button thing. <laughs> the uh, the fucking uh, Major Tom song. That was great. Um, yeah, Major. Wait, when um, Kristen Wiig sang it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> if he hadn't been daydreaming, though, he would have gotten on that helicopter a lot sooner. Yeah, I think his biggest thing is that. No, I don't want to. I don't want to unpack Walter Mitty. Unpack it. I mean the person. Flip it and reverse it. All right, I'm gonna turn out this Walter. Um. Okay, so Walter Mitty, he's his dad. Like most dads, wasn't a very good dad. First off. He was a fun dad, but not a good dad, because he didn't have any savings. So when he died, after giving his son a mohawk <laughs> and helping him win a skateboard championship, which, I mean, probably he didn't have insurance. So if that skateboarding practice thing went downhill, it would have gone really bad. Just given the example that he had no savings, period, and had two children who were graduating high school at that point. Because he was 17, I think. <clears throat> mm-hmm. His dad was very irresponsible. So he died. And when he was learning from an irresponsible father to be irresponsible, he had to become responsible to take care of his family. Which, I mean, I guess is honorable. But then he got stuck in a rhythm for much longer than what 15 years would, I would assume, is. Because 15 years plus 17 is not how old Ben Stiller is. Let's just put that out there first off. (laughs) (laughs) Think about it, people. This is not a 32-year-old man. Even if you add in a year or two, this is not a 35-year-old man. This is Ben Stiller. You're being being very rude right now, but I enjoy it. Well, think... Okay, I'm going to look up Ben Stiller's age and tell you that he definitely wasn't 17. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that's, like, his age in a movie. But he, like, did he write this movie? No, he directed it. Ben Stiller is 52 years old. 
he is <laughs> he's a good 20 years older than he was supposed to be in this movie um so he could have held other jobs for how long he worked at mcdonald's and papa john's yeah they don't go into his whole history i think you're just assuming shit they do go into his whole history because he wrote down everything that he'd done for work, including bosoning a boat unpaid. Deckhand. <laughs> That's true. Never mind. And shark fighting. <laughs> and going to a volcano exploding village. And what? Climbing the Himalayas. Those aren't even work. Those are just like fun anecdotes about yourself. I mean, it works on a eHarmony site. Yeah, a whole 30 within two hours. No, 300. He said 300. When he said 300, I thought, like the movie? Can you see that movie? You can't make references to a movie you've never even seen. Full circle. I made references to it in the first place, or you did. I saw a, okay. a parody of the movie. What's I know enough. What's giving play. you life? Um, I got a job. Hey, something good. This movie didn't. I did not dislike this movie. By the way, I didn't dislike it. I would recommend it. By the way. Oh, I always recommend this movie whenever I remember it. <laughs> which, <laughs> which is shade. Yes, I know, but I do forget about this movie a lot. Exactly. Like I said. I did like this movie. I would recommend it, but meh. Okay, it made me realize that life is an adventure. You have to have adventures with it. And that's like definitely like I went on a cruise and went to different countries and that was lots of fun, but I saved up for it and whatever, like and worked. Um so like, you know, adventures in good measure. Walter Mindy did it a little bit all at once, I guess. And the biggest adventure of all was taking a chance on love. No. Which they only got to like a third grade level of holding hands and awkwardly not talking about what this situation is. Okay. So. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh... <laughs> oh, wait. No, it's not because fucking on the first date is gay. And yes, I did just sexualize my culture. But I can do that. <clears throat> and getting married on the second date is totally lesbian. Ooh. Um, no, just a U-Haul. Uh, um, just a U-Haul. <laughs> You've heard that before, right? That's um, like a good thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Just checking. So, what was my... Would you recommend it? Yeah, no, I would. Okay, what's giving you life? Drop Mix is giving me is giving me life. I like that game a lot. Uh, also, Hulu's The Runaways. Uh, that show is really good. And that's that's about it. I haven't really been doing much. Just working a lot. Not Hulu's The Harlots or Harlots. Hmm. I still got a week or so to watch all that. So. You haven't gotten to the uh, super sexy black lesbian part, have you? No. It's so good. So good. I want a, I want a second season really badly. Like, again, nothing I love more than awkward lesbianing of an innocent church girl. 
So good. Wow. Um, I've never heard you say that before. I'm not shocked. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, everything you know about my personality would lead you to that conclusion. That's true. Uh, uh, What's giving me life this week is Breath of the Wild. I'm now thoroughly convinced that it's definitely worth the money to play. Um, But, you know, I have bills. And to that end, I got a new job, which is also giving me life. Yeah, so you can pay for that that handheld system. No, so I can pay my bills. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, definitely not. I have bills that are a couple of years old. Because of, you know, losing a job right at the worst possible time around Christmas and thinking that I totally had this shit down pat and using a credit card. Oh, no. I'm sorry. It happens to everyone once in their life, at least. Yeah. So I've been told. I'm not bankruptcy level with it. I'm just, uh, gotta buckle down and actually get a real job level with it. (laughs) Which, I mean, you know, most people already do do that. I've just been living the dream or living my dreams or having an adventure like Walter Mitty. Hey, so let's talk about our next episode. Yes, the next movie segment. What what is that? The next episode, as far as I'm aware, is episode 20, correct? Correct. So that means it's a sci-fi original movie, correct? Sci-fi original movie night, yes. And it is my turn to pick, correct? Well, we didn't watch Lava Lantula for nothing. Okay. So I hope you're ready. Are we watching Two Lava, Two Lantula? (laughs) No. Oh, okay. Just we're watching a little movie from 2012, starring Paul Sorvino, Tony Cicero, Joey Fatone, Jack Scalia, and William Atherton. Um, do you want to hear the description of the movie? Before I'd love I to hear the description beforehand. With the summer in full spring and the record-breaking Fourth of July crowd soaking on the boardwalk sun. In the town of Seaside Heights, New Jersey, that's oh when a coastal drilling operation inadvertently unleashes a horde of man-eating albino sharks in Jersey Shore Shark Attack. (laughs) There are so many referential jokes I could make. Like, why aren't they orange? And was Snooky as delicious as a cookie? And <laughs> just so many things. Uh, are you ready? Oh are you ready for Jersey Shore Shark Attack? Well, I'm sure that my internet will be shut down for stupidity, but sure. Okay. <sighs> okay. Anything else you want to discuss? I got a job. Oh, yeah, I know. You said that like four times already. I'm happy for you. Yeah, but I didn't tell the people what it involves. I mean... Okay. (laughs) There are robots that used to push these carts around. (laughs) And they need idiots to push the carts around while they're doing construction on a clean room. So I'm one of those very well-paid idiots. Wow, self-deprecating and easy. Except for 
very, very delicate because they're microchip wafers, and any particles will destroy them, and vibration creates particles, so you have to do it very carefully. And there's like seismograph monitoring technology on the carts that they're on. And like an earthquake, a state away will cause the entire facility to shut down. So if I bump one of these carts, I may have destroyed one to ten million dollars worth of technology. No, I would never be able to do that job. But it pays 15 bucks an hour on 12 hour shifts. Yeah. Ooh, 12 hour shifts? Yeah, but it's also Intel. So they have like this really cool kitchen where they have like a Teppan steakhouse grill, food stations, comfortable couches you are allowed to sleep on, and really big TVs. Okay. Because internet or because technology company, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. So, uh, am I closing this out? Um... Let me check my segment cards because it's been a while. Like Either always, trailer corner didn't happen. Or no, it did not. Uh, if you want to watch the trailer, watch the Mortal Engines trailer. It's about England post-apocalyptic, and every city in England are on giant steampunk moving cars, and the cars eat each other. Congratulations! This is what the guy who made Lord of the Rings is doing right now. Um, like always, please like, subscribe, comment, send us emails at amateurmoviecriticspodcast2014 at gmail.com. 16, but okay. God damn it, I was so close. Amateurmoviecritics2016 at gmail.com. You should and, write that down. And amateurmoviecritic at Twitter. Nope, amateur underscore critics at Twitter. Oh, fuck, man. Just text me this. And we have a <laughs> Tumblr. We do not. Okay, and we have a AIM account, so if you want to just randomly message us on AIM. Do not, either. <laughs> yep, because that doesn't exist anymore. That ended last week. Uh, get us on MS Messenger. Yeah. Or then, whatever, whatever, whatever that was called. <laughs> but you have to type ASL first. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you have a Microsoft Paint program, you can send us one of those pictures. It'd be cool. What else is outdated? <laughs> no, MS, MS Paint pictures will never be outdated. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Why? Because it's like the first thing you learn. <laughs> um, no. <clears throat> uh, MySpace us, because it's great. Was it? We're, put us in your 15. <laughs> <laughs> put us in your 15 yeah uh, i think that's a thing <laughs> send us a request on friendster oh my god they started building the pool again why what? <laughs> oh i thought you were talking about the friendster pool i was gonna be like no, if they no. did uh anyway like always i am sexy ben stiller uh i guess that makes me Kristen wig but in a really uncomfortable way <laughs> Stay out of the I was tired of my lady. We'd been together too long. Like a worn out recording of a favorite song. So while she lay there sleeping, I read the paper in bed. In the personal columns, there was.
was this letter I read. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain, if you like making love at midnight in the dunes of the Cape. My lady, I know that sounds kind of mean, but me and my old lady have fallen into the same old dull routine. So I wrote to the paper, took out a personal ad. 